pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. Yep. We're back. We're just dishing it for episode 46. Just We're just winging it, too. A lot of you probably know. The boys are off to Vegas. Or so we Maybe. think. Maybe. So we think. We got a big old friggin' storm coming, and we're getting the runaround. In true Buffalo fashion. In honestly. true Buffalo fashion. I, mean, I don't know why we expected anything different. Yep. You know, boys just want to go enjoy some sun in the NHL Dude. All-Star game, and apparently the snow just wants to keep us down. It's kind of rough, but we'll, yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. Either way, um, yeah, back for another week. No guests this week. We were, you know, getting on, getting hyped to talk about some Vegas stuff, but, you know, moose gold a little bit. Can't lie. Pumped. It is what it is. Tough bounce. Hair has uh, been let out of the tires a little. <laughs> Just a just a little bit. There's so. no air beneath the wings. Yeah. Just... How many puns can we make? Grounded. That's a good um, one liner to end on that one. I don't yeah. think we're gonna do anything but, better. Yeah, that's fun. Boy. Well, it is what it is, boys. How's your how's everybody's week going though? Um, it was going great until our flights got canceled twice on uh, two separate occasions today. Yeah. Um, but you know, pretty much, yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I'd it say is, it is what it is. I, I'm on PTO Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday coming up. So really can't complain that much, right? Yeah, precisely. I mean, yeah, same here. Can't complain. Just running around trying to tie up loose ends before all this before we take our trip and exactly yeah everything was good all the way up until today and now we're in scramble mode but we're 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 making do i mean true buffalo fashion i guess yeah definitely. i won't trash the airline now but if this doesn't go well and the trip passes then i'll call them out on next week's episode for okay. sure we'll put a we'll put a um, place marker on this yeah yeah, yeah. time time stamp that exactly. notes notes for post-production meeting real easy um, 2 30 yeah um, well, boys, I mean, where, where should we start? I mean, we got, you know, I mean, it's tough. We, a lot of it. Can what? we start with like going into NHL all-star weekend here? Um, one player is not going to be able to play in the all-star game. Um, Ooh. and I kind of want to start there. I want to get your guys thoughts on that. Aaron Dell. Yeah. Batherson what the hell? Should be what the hell are we doing here? Batherson now is going to be out. I think they said a couple months with a, a real bad ankle sprain. It looked like he, he hit that hard. But it was ankle. I thought it was going to be knee. I thought his yeah. that, like, ACL was like. Is that not the biggest scumbag play in the world? Like, it's not good. Yeah, it's not. I, I mean, mean I, I, like- I looked at that play and I'm like. It's so dangerous, right? Because if a guy's flying in like that and you're not allowed to hit him, supposed to hit him, he's not expecting it. You knock him off his skates. He can't protect himself and he's going full speed into the boards. Uh, But like, I just, I texted you guys in the group message, like immediately after that happened. And I was like, if you're Ottawa, like you have to run him, right? Yeah, but then it gets tricky, obviously, with the goalie situation because then you're facing players. Yeah, the player's going to get suspended worse. Yeah, oh, man. more than likely. I mean, obviously, yeah, you want to. And like also, I think you had said, too, on the other end, you were saying, if I remember correctly, or like 
how as a Sabres player can you defend Dell even though you yeah, don't have to because he's your teammate? It's like, and maybe yeah, I'm wrong there, but like, a... <laughs> if if my if my teammate does that, and then someone goes after him, like, bro, you made your bed, you can lay in it. Yeah. Like, I'm... You know, and, and maybe I'm wrong there, and I'm sure that a lot of guys would react differently, probably particularly because it's a goaltender. But mm. I don't know. I just look at it as, like, if someone goes after your teammate, you 100% protect them. But if that guy instigated, like, bro, like, you just asked for this, go answer the bell yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a tricky situation. It's a tricky yeah. one. That's because really- I feel- because normally I'm never going to think twice about defending my keeper. Right. My goaltender. But usually the now, goaltender is not the one that instigates it or lays a dirty hit. Yeah. yeah. Or a hit at all. And this is keep in mind, this is coming from a guy who's full speed ran a goalie in a tournament in Toronto and even <laughs> had the refs trying to fight me. See, this and I'm even. I, I kind of wish – I mean, I don't wish this happened at all. I wish Batherson was healthy. I mean, the, the right. dude's been having a hell of a I season. wish Batherson uh, was fine and he could have got up and he just went chucked on the belt. 100%. But that's why I, I, I kind of wish if this had to happen, it happened like right before last week's episode with, uh, with Kim Sass because from her perspective as a goalie, I would, would, love, to, I would love to understand like what her thoughts would be on that is like, one – would you Why? ever do that? I'm assuming the answer is no. And two, <laughs> would you expect to be run after that? Like, I think the answers to that are going to be no, I would never do that. That is dumb. And right. yes, fully ready to fight, but I would imagine. Dell also like kind of has a history of this, does he not? Like, yeah, I've he, seen some other clips that got posted. See, I saw that. I didn't see any of the like, clips. I didn't um, see any of them. There was one earlier in the season from one of his first games. It was on the like half wall. Yeah, um, he skated way he out. He skated out. I that one I don't have any grips with. It really also wasn't a bad hit, and it was shoulder to shoulder. Oh, well, I mean, Dell's hit just in general too was just a dirty hit. Even if you were just talking in terms of just hitting in right. general, if that was a normal player, that's dirty. Yeah, hit. if that's like, a defenseman, that's still a dirty hit. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, the the one that was on the half wall, he kind of it was that was a they both ran into each other. The other guy just bounced off, kind of thing. But he, he dropped him. But I mean, you're playing for the puck there. I guess that that one I can justify. The one because I mean, you don't want to be going around the net at full speed and think no. that that's gonna. I mean, well, in the other, you thing can't is think too, that's gonna happen. I guess on that first hit, right where it was, it was an interference call and it was on like the half wall. So you know, Dell skated like very far out of the net and made that hit, which like. Wasn't really like a dirty hit, but then like it also raises that like comments battle on all the posts on Twitter, right? Where people are like, if the goalie comes out, they should be fair game. It's like, I understand that their equipment is not made to take a hit like a player's gear is. Uh, So that's definitely dangerous. And I, and I understand from people's perspectives that say, no, the goalie can never be fair game because their equipment isn't designed for that. But then it's like, okay, well, Again, don't do that then. Like, yeah, that's where it all comes back to. Like, like, I don't know. Like, you can't go out and initiate contact on a play and then get pissed if somebody hits you. Like, I don't know. Like, if I if I come up to you and I punch you in the mouth and then you hit me back, I can't then throw my hands in the air and be like, why'd you hit me? Yeah. 
no, I mean, it's a tough situation. I mean, definitely. I, I mean, you can see how the Sabres reacted to it, of uh, mm -hmm. dropping him. Um, but also, like, I think the dropping when they dropped him, that was like a statement thing, too. Um, just because I, I think they would have, if they had the full goalie roster, we would have less, you know, they would have less of a problem with it. Like, he's young, it happens, like, you're going to learn your lesson on it. But when you're down, like, what are we down? Four goalies, five goalies. And he was the last like starting goalie. He, I mean, just really put the Sabres in a really shitty situation on a really selfish play. Um, so it's kind of tough to, I mean, I, uh, you can see why the Sabres did it on their business side of things. So. Right. It's well, tough, but you know, you got to do what you got to do kind of thing. Um, I think, I, I think someone. I mean, I'm sure someone will end up picking him up, but it's he's really will not. They, a, I don't even think he's like an NHL goalie. Eh, in depth, maybe they might want him, but he's after that though. That kind of really tarnishes your career after. Because <laughs> here's the thing, right? Like, he's knocked out an all-star player. If you're a guy that has like like issues where you get suspended and stuff, but you're a good enough player you're going to continue to get chance after chance, right? But if you're a guy that does borderline shit and you really don't play that well, what's a team's incentive, right? Like we just saw like Evander Kane came back and I think scored a goal his first game with Edmonton. But it's like that's real a guy tough, that – when you're playing with McDavid. Yeah, no. But like that's also – that's a guy that like for as troubled as he seemed to be the last however many years off the ice, he's a talented enough player and he can make a difference when he is in a lineup that a guy like that or like an Antonio Brown, like they're just going to continue to get chances because they're good enough. If you're Aaron Dell, I don't think you're good enough to pull any bullshit and then continue to get chances because you're disposable. You're not – if Andre Vasilevsky makes that hit and gets suspended, obviously, like, all right, mm -hmm. serve your games, you're in the lineup. You're the best goaltender in the league probably. Um, For sure. You know? But it's like – it's one of those things. Like, if you're not of that type of – that caliber of player, you have to know your lane and stay in it. And you can't do anything even borderline. Like, P.K. Subban is a good enough player that if he has slew foot issues, he's – not getting taken out of the lineup. Here's He's what's annoying me. Gonna have a shot. That's a, that one was annoying me though. It's like they never taught. I don't know if the NHL even nobody put out a statement. Nobody talked about it. It was just on social media. And but, do you think? Not to completely transition, but it, it's on the same line. Is that something that we think there should be a statement about? Because I, as a player, like I can't really relate to the goalie stuff. To me, that makes no sense. I think it was one of yeah. the dumbest plays I've ever seen in a hockey game. Fair. Um, yeah, easily one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen in a hockey game. But why? Why was there no talk about the slew foot? The slew foot is that's not legal. I don't see what the gray area is there. He's clearly, and he. Some of them, it's a kicking motion. So I think, I think the gray area there. Um, and I know a lot of people disagree on this just from, you know, I love getting lost in the comment section of that stuff and seeing what people are saying. Uh, a lot of people were arguing that it wasn't actually a slew foot 
because he didn't have his hand on a guy's shoulder pulling back. So they were saying, by the definition, to be a slew foot, you have to kick someone's foot out from under them, but you also have to be applying pressure pulling back on their torso but he's still them checking them up top, though. I, I agree. I But I, I'm that's, just saying, like, that's where I think the argument comes in from a lot of people that are saying it's not. I think it's a bad play. I think it's a play that if it happens once, you maybe can make an argument. Like, eh, it's not intentional. Like, guy just skated in hard and he was trying to stop and he was at an awkward angle. But when it happens over and over again, that's not a mistake, right? Yeah. You know, he's one of the better skaters in the league if we're talking. I was just going to ask that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, if you that happens happened in, to someone as he's gotten older? What do you, like, you think it ha- you're saying, does it happen more as he's gotten older? Because I don't remember PK doing stuff like that when he was yeah, younger and he was faster and skating better. But yeah, now he's maybe, getting up there a little bit. Maybe it is a case of like, hey, I've lost like a half a step of what I was in the first half of my career. So like feeling like you get beat on a play that you normally wouldn't get beat on trying to make up for it or whatever. But yeah, yeah, but, I mean, but it's also like plays like usually they're in the corner going back kind of behind the net, you know? But I, and I also think too, it's one of those plays where if that happens in a beer league, it's probably just because a guy isn't a strong enough skater, right? It's like also many- an instant fight. Right. No, it is. But like, it's probably not intentional. It's probably just like, hey, this guy isn't the greatest on his edges and like kind of came in awkwardly like my bad. Um, You can't make that you can't make that excuse for a guy like P.K. Subban, who's one of the best skaters in the league when you're talking just ability to buzz around the zone. So, yeah, I I don't know. But I think I think the NHL should have probably addressed it more than they did. Um, which was nothing, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. That's that's an issue for sure. Um, I think there's a lot of hits that have gone un, untalked about, and, and players feel the need to take it in their own hands, and that just creates a more dangerous situation for everyone. Like if the NHL addresses it, if the refs call it on the ice, it is what it is. The minute that stuff starts to not get called or not get addressed by the league after, that players start to feel like they need to do things outside of the rules themselves to protect themselves. Just a slippery Makes slope. Sense. Yeah, I mean, it is a real slippery slope, but I just feel like when you're making, you know, exceptions for this and that it's like that's when rules start getting bent and it's like are you making an exception for the player or are you making an exception for the rule kind of thing you know so i think it's just i don't know it's it's tough when the discretion thing gets called into play obviously so it could be tough i don't know we could we could probably talk about that all all we want because it's i mean yeah PK PK is going PK. He's going to keep doing that. Yeah. And obviously they know that it's a thing because I've talked about, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but Blackwood, the goalie has commented on a Subban picture on Instagram saying Sluban. So like they know it around the locker room. They call right. him that. Like they definitely do, whether it's like sarcastic or not like, Hey, Sluban, you know how you do it. But it, it, it's still acknowledged like it's still a thing and they know that it's a thing. So, I mean, 
there's got to be enough chatter amongst the players in the league because you know how you know we know the only the surface of things. These guys talk all the time, so and yeah. you know and you know and other teams talk to other teams too. So it's, and, yeah, and who whatever. knows? Maybe maybe he talked to those players individually after too, right? Like, it's like sorry, man. Like, but yeah. after how many is that going to fly? How many I, is that going to fly? I agree, but yeah. so. I mean it's it's tough, but um, let's let's. How segue. do we even get on this? I like PK. I don't even like talking bad about PK. Um, he's good. He's, he's great. He's, he's living for the NHL personality after his career, though. I can oh, tell you. 100, that. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, I, I just, tell you that he bring, he's brought so much fun to hockey for so long. He has 100 um, percent. Like I don't I don't disagree, but you know I can you, you just see his career. It's like literally like it, it's literally like <laughs> it's almost destined that he is going to become like an NHL personality afterwards, whether it's, I mean, I can see he'll probably be in broadcast. He's got a good voice and he has an, you know, he has an excitement to him that I think he would probably end up in a, in a good broadcast. Like NBC is going to, I would rather see PK Subban than fucking John Tortorella talk about hockey. I can tell you that. That old fucking curmudgeon. Speaking, speaking of that, I didn't even look to see but was Zegras pulling off that smooth Michigan uh, Oh, you didn't past, see what he said? This past weekend. I didn't see it because I, oh, I was in Florida Lord. on vacation. So Get off my lawn. I didn't watch Lord. any live he hockey said that, this weekend. He said that he was like, although it was good, yeah, yada, yada. He was like, I just hope that this stuff doesn't take away from the fundamentals of the game. And he's like, the the basics of the game. He's like, dude, that's a fucking wraparound goal, but in the air. I don't know what you're talking about. It's this literally like, progressing the game. I just think of like, you know what the literally problem like, is? The, like the semi-pro. Like, it's literally the semi-pro. like a high school basketball coach that's been coaching for like 30 years and is pissed that a kid on his team is now athletic enough to dunk and isn't going up for a fundamental right-handed layup this on the right literally, side. I, I could give literally what it is. I could give John Tortorella a can of stick him, a puck and a stick, and he couldn't fucking get that lifted <laughs> off into the air and get it to the net. That's the problem. Cause he was probably exactly how he sounds. He was probably just like a, he was probably fit in. He could have been one of the Hanson brothers, the way he played. Yeah, he's probably so one he's of those never guys that's like, that oh, you got to dig in the corner and you got to take the hit to make the play kind of play, you know, player. I do I do sure. think it's interesting where, like, the um, – like, a lot of players I've heard, too, um, you know, on different podcasts. I think Chicklets has talked about it. I know after the whistle with Reve and Peters, they've talked about it a little bit, but, like, they're just, they've discussed like how highly skilled kids are getting so young now and talking about how being around youth teams, they'll see like 14 year old kids pulling off these moves. And they were even saying like, yeah, when we were in the NHL, like there's no way I could have picked up a puck like that and made that move. Yeah, and like, I mean, you, and like they're at a youth hockey practice with like 13 year olds that are doing it. And it's just, it's kind of cool to see like how the game progresses, but I think general pulse among those NHL alums is basically, you know, this is cool. It's different. It's moving the game forward because it's not the same thing that's been done for the last 40 years or whatever. For sure. Uh, I mean, it, it that's going to happen in anything with innovation. You know? Oh, yeah. I just, like, think of the exact, like, it just reminds me of the scene from Semi-Pro where they do the, <laughs> the alley-oop and they're like, 
uh, foul, two fouls. <laughs> it's like, <these> guys, <laughs> and it's just like, what are you talking about? Like that's progressing the game. And like, I, it's, I, I don't understand it, but it just, it thought of, I thought of the Tortorella, uh, Tortorella thing and just with that semi pro, but yeah, no, he was, he was pretty mad about it, but um, Pavel Barber had something to say, like he posted the clip and was just like, this is like helping the game. It's getting more eyes on the game, which I've always said from the start of any time that someone pulls those fancy moves. Um, so it's just, it makes sense, but uh, you're going to have a lot of people who are going to hate against it, obviously, no doubt. But yeah, it was the same thing when people were moving over to fish bowls. You know what I mean? Like everyone was like, those are dumb. I got chirped so hard for wearing a fishbowl in the early stages of it. And so many kids chirped me so hard for it. And then like 10 years later, everyone in high school hockey is wearing a fucking fishbowl. It's like, what? Yeah. Well, do you mean fishbowl like the full shield or are you yeah. talking the half full and shield. half? Full See, shield. That, I, I never, I, to me, a fishbowl was always the one with the rim. Like it, and then it had some cage. Yeah, but I get the fishbowl with the full shield makes more sense. But it's it was just, just like the whole glass. It's like the it's glass fishbowl because we would never chirp dudes with that because when I would see the cage and then the visor, it's almost like fucking pick one. Right. Like, but I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. The only thing that sucked about I love the fishbowl. The only thing that sucked about it was um, the fogging. It fogged up so bad. I had yeah. to like smear anti-fog shit like on the inside of it and it never worked right. And if you didn't like completely lather the whole thing, it would be streaky. So like you would get fog in some places and some in not, and it would piss me off. Benny, Benny rocks it in beer league. Yeah. I got the full one. Hell yeah. I mean, you Patty and Nick all have the full one. Yeah. Actually. I had the regular visor on, but I was oh, playing. No, no, absolutely not. No, I did it for, I did it for a while. For my then, teeth. Yeah, I did it for a while, and I was like, I'm not trying to show up to work on Monday with, you know, three of my teeth missing because I played in a beer league game trying to look sweet. I mean, Cavs missing one, and look at, <laughs> look at how long. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it, it takes that's the thing. I've seen what he went through to get that fixed. Yeah, fuck and I'm that. playing I'm playing twice as much now. Yeah. I'm playing in two. I'm like, all right. Yeah, we gotta we gotta make a gotta make a business decision. I here. used to um play I used to play old time hockey with my dad and grandpa's team. We used to like I used to skate on Saturday nights with them. And there was a guy that rocked a full cage, but he cut the bars out like right at his eyes. So he had like full vision at his eyes, and then the bars were just down there. I was just like, I see what you're doing, but like, man, you catch a puck or a stick in the eye, you're gonna really regret that. Yeah, like I can understand it, but I the bars never. And but at the same time, I was wearing a cage the whole time because I was young, and I was like, the bars do not bother me that much that I would be like, I need to cut these things right. You now. don't even. I don't even notice them. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Tudes, are, are you thinking you're going to try for that 535 tomorrow out of Buffalo? Dude, I don't know because I, I have to work until at least four. Yeah. So, you know. Um, We're playing live booking roulette right now. Well, because. Yeah. Well, and, and like having to call the airline and like reschedule that too. Like I already committed to work a little bit later, knowing that I wasn't flying out until Thursday. Um, 
So yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Also, don't know what we'll do for lodging when we get there. <laughs> I we don't, don't, we I don't, don't have 20. the Airbnb until uh, Thursday. I'm sure, we can find a hotel room in Vegas. I would oh. hope to God that we could find a hotel room in Vegas, like on the spot. Wait, wait, wait. I ain't worried about the lodging. Yeah, I'll stay so. up. I'll stay up till the Airbnb. We can, sleep, we can sleep with the sewer people in Vegas. Oh fuck, jeez. Oh, I mean, the casinos don't close. So you could find me and Benny out on the floor all night, like you know. Benny, Benny, I will say that last night I was bored and I did watch some craps videos. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Chad would be so proud. You yeah, watching like instructional videos? Like, well, yeah. I just like don't know like exact. I had to watch a playthrough of it because I hate like standing. I feel so awkward standing at the table, like that stuff. Other ter- people that stuff, like terrifies me in like the weirdest way because like I like playing blackjack because I feel like I can at least. Look at because like I'll play by the book, right? And then at least statistically, I know I'm giving myself the best chance I can to win the hand. Where when you're doing shit, like I've never understood people that go to a casino and sit down and just feed money into a slot machine. It's like you literally are just hitting a button and hoping it. it, Yeah, I don't even understand how that's enjoyable. I Those are the same people so you get a phone call from when they do that and they win a thousand dollars in the slot after they've put thirty five hundred in. That's, yeah, exactly. Oh, like, oh, I won a grand. It's like, oh, I mean, yeah, but let's look lifetime. You're probably down. I'd rather you. spend my twenty and sit at the video roulette table and just hammer like twenty five, thirty cent bets like an absolute degenerate and just yeah, rack like, up the free drinks. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't Can understand I tell the appeal to it, but like, I, I enjoy blackjack. Like, craps, I've never actually done. It just kind of like scares me because I feel like it's a total like. Well, Chad Strub's gonna right? educate us. Chad Strub's uh, gonna gonna take us to the promised land. I'm, I'm told. Yeah, maybe you will. I'm I'm about it. Are we gonna? Um, the real question is though. I don't think there's any good sports. Are we gonna hit up a real sports book this weekend? Well, yeah. We, I mean, it's gonna have to be like what college basketball and the goddamn NBA. Probably. I've been doing all right on NBA though. I don't know shit. I've I've done. I did a little bit in the beginning of the year because I bet, was You gotta bet points, guys. Like player props is where it's at. Yeah. Do they even do that in Vegas? Because I thought that you can't even tease stuff in Vegas. It's like really old school. Might not be. I don't know, but yeah, that's what no that's idea. what the funnel guy told me. Mm. Speaking of the funnel guy, I made a bet with him today. This is a fun one. I said because I, as as some of you may know, I am a like. Uh, how do I word this? <laughs> For I, I'm like a closet Islanders fan, I guess. Oh, I'm but I'm, it's not. It's not really closet. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. <laughs> it's not. Because I just find it hilarious how everyone like hates how they play, and I watch their games, and I'm like, I I just don't see it. I I don't know what you all are looking at. I think it's entertaining hockey. How do you not like watching Matt Barzell or Anders Lee mucking it in front of the net? Brock Nelson is one of the most underrated hockey players in the NHL. They got uh, Pollock and Adam Pellick. Some of these defensemen they have, Scott Mayfield. I mean, I love watching them play this year. They're below 500. See, that's the thing. That's what I. (laughs) That's what I said. I was like, Tres. He's like, I. I don't think it's going to happen. But are you going to tell me you're going to be that surprised if they find a way to sneak into the last spot? And he's Tristan giving me absolutely. There's no way they're making it. I said, all right, fine. If the fuck, the way you do Tristan's because I hear it all day and it. So I tell him, like, Tristan, right now, I will bet you 
if we're just going to shake on this, if the Islanders make the playoffs, you and I are walking to the casino and we're putting a futures bet on the day that we figure out they're in the playoffs, we're putting a future on them to win the cup. And he was cool with it. We, we shook on it. I'm not going to share the dollar amount because it's a little bit embarrassing, but and not really, but kind of. We don't bet shame here. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's no, it's his dollar that. amount that I'm just not going to yeah. share. But I said I would I would at at least throw a hundred on it. No problem. Yeah, I told I you I told game. you guys once the sports books opened up. I I was gonna it was a slippery slope. I've become in full degenerate mode. Yeah, uh, live betting tennis. That's when you know night. it's dangerous. If I start hearing that you're betting Korean baseball, I'm gonna start Ooh. to get concerned. No, I did have a friend text me like first week of it and he was like ah, i gotta play on lithuanian basketball i was like mm, keep me away <laughs> <laughs> what sports book can you even bet that on it was on caesars i think honestly because we were just because the wow. caesars 300 we were just throwing money at anything trying to hopefully like, i, trying got, to get it to I was bed. almost done i was on my last hundred i went from <laughs> i went from like 900 and hockey was just killing me and i was just oh, down, hockey down, down. Bad. and then the damn I had the teaser of the year from Big Cat at Barstool. I I tailed him on it. And sure as shit, the goddamn Bengals ruined it. But that was a cool game. I don't even care. Joe Bengals, Burrow's a rock star. Bengals won me a lot of money. They yeah. made they well Burrow, not a Burrow lot. They they made me they made me break even on the weekend before. The yeah. weekend before was rough. Yeah. And the, your, and the whole week leading up to that. Hockey has been notorious. Oh, it's bad. horrible. Horrible. I did I did after going like three nights in a row where I had, I lost a lot. Uh, the, this is last night was the first night uh, that I went four for four and it was because of the Leafs. Thank God. I had over one and a half. One of the best regular season franchises in history. Yep. Over one and a half first period. There was five goals in the first period. Uh, and then I had team total Toronto over three and a half. Super easy. Um, I think I took somewhere else and then some, something else. And then, oh, and they were down by one goal in the, uh, going into the third and they had Toronto's odds for money line at like plus plus one forty-five. I was like, they're going to definitely tie this up and take it to overtime. They scored within the first minute in overtime. So yeah. that was easy. Like you could see that written on the wall. I mean, they were home too. So I don't, that was, it was shocking to me. There was a lot of high scoring games yesterday. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta tell you, there's a, there's one that I am gonna, depending on how long I'm on with American Airlines, that Florida Rangers game. Yeah, yeah. sitting at six and a half over right now. I still like the over. Yeah, I might not bet on the over. I might throw Florida money line with maybe uh, over one and a half seems pretty safe on that one. Yeah, but what are the odds? Like one ninety minus one ninety probably. Um, I actually had to take. I actually had to take plus uh, over two tonight for uh toronto and new jersey really the line line is sitting at two interesting Mm -hmm. because of last night there's five goals in the first period it's just a rematch Hmm. i think it's in new jersey though tonight very interesting yeah well we shall see yeah there's been i mean it's been good overall i'd say that a lot of this vegas trip is funded from the good old sports books and that's good. So, well, we still got to yeah, figure that. Hopefully, we can get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, yeah. I, I think, um, 
Uh, we might even we might as well wrap it up. Honestly, we got to get on. I don't know, Tudor. You're probably are you gonna try and do it or because I might. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know at this point. Like, what are I'm, you doing, Derek? I'm a little torn. Um, I'm free, so I can kind of do whatever. But it's definitely yeah. going to put a press on like what I gotta do because I was supposed. Would you to... want to? Are you gonna try to go? Would you want to do that flight tomorrow night? Um, I could. I do just want to try. I just want to travel, buddy. Yeah, I could probably do that tomorrow night. Yeah, honestly, I could. If it's the only thing is, I don't want it to get later, and then we get. St- pushed out that's the only problem if they're offering it early i want like yeah we should be good though tomorrow night but at the same time it's like if we were gonna get if that's gonna get pushed it was gonna happen almost anyways Mm -hmm. i guess you're right well we might as well sign off so we can uh we are button it up thanks for joining us everybody but either way even if we don't make it we're gonna be back next week we're gonna have have three stories You'll have to check in on uh, check in next week to hopefully see how we did. Yeah, right. See, we'll see how good we are, at, you know, bobbing and weaving here, trying to figure this shit out. Thank you, thanks to everybody for the support. We're gonna we're gonna jump off now, try and figure this out. Kind of threw a curveball for this episode, but it was fun chopping it up as always with the fellas. Hey, we OG still swing for the fences. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll be back next week for episode forty-seven. We're gonna make sure we can try and get out to Vegas still. <laughs> let's go um make sure you tune in watch the socials all the channels and everything see what we're up to it's gonna be fun. Share all that's gonna be fun um we're gonna come back with a lot of cool stories a lot of good content thanks as always everybody have a great rest of the week and we will be back for uh next time on episode 47 see you